0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world, welcome to DBN News for 53119, the semi-daily news that even plants Crave and Anchor's number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from IGN and written by Colin Stevens. Keep in mind, this is a bit of a long read, so bear with us. BioWare details Anthem Delay Cataclysm Event. Thought, though the cataclysm event for Anthem has been delayed, we now know some more concrete details about this upcoming event. Revealed in a live stream on Twitch hosted by Bioware's Ben Irving and Jesse Anderson, the Cataclysm will be an 8-week event. The first two weeks constitute pre-events where players can earn variety items and the core of the experience will occur over the following 6 weeks. It will consist of 3 new missions, a new area called the Cataclysm, new systems, rewards and more. Unfortunately, the Cataclysm doesn't have a set release date just yet. Following the events of the main game's critical path, Dominion forces are in disarray and are starting to feel desperate. A faction emerges with a new leader called Vara, and they trigger a cataclysm. It's up to the freelancer to learn how, to, how this happened and how to silence it. The developers showed off some brief gameplay from the cataclysm during the live stream. After leaving a safe bubble, the player enters a massive storm complete with crashing waves and blowing trees. The top of the screen shows a, a resistance bar that slowly drains as players are exposed to the cataclysm. And if they don't go, get to safe zones quickly, they'll suffer damage. There are arenas within safe zones that have different criteria for, com- for completing them. Some arenas will be locked at first, but will become available as the cataclysm progresses. Players start the cataclysm with a timer and they can extend by completing objectives. While the primary objective is to defeat Vara, players can fly straight to her and try to win, but they may not have enough time to defeat her without racking up extra time. The new scoring system adds a competitive element to the event. BioWare says the Cataclysm can be beaten relatively easily, but players can net better scores in multiplayer's by using tricks and finding special routes throughout the new content. Defeating Vara doubles the player's score. Ultimately, scores will be logged via online leaderboards. A new feature called Inversions will be added, which essentially act as gameplay modifiers, and they change every week examples of inversions included players earning their ultimate 400 percent faster shotguns connect players double points etc this will be used to keep gameplay variety up throughout the cataclysm which is intended for four players and is being designed to be accessible for all levels New weapon types will be added, but won't be available at the start of the Cataclysm. Stronger masterwork and legendary support gear and melee variant slots will be added, and players earn currency by participating in the event, which can then be spent on war chests in Fort Tarsus that rotate throughout the Cataclysm. The luck stat will be removed from the game, and much more loot will drop for everybody as if they had full luck. Those who have luck builds will have that stat replaced with extra armor. All new items will have a higher power level. Specifically, masterwork and legendary items will be five items, five item levels higher. A public test server for Cataclysm will open next week for PC only, and will likely last two to three weeks. Anyone who has Anthem on PC or has a subscription to EA Origin Premier will have access to the public test server, which will be its own separate client to download. The finished Cataclysm event will launch when Bioware has determined it's ready. Uh, the real theme is this event will launch and will there be people to actually play it? And also, super fucking sucks for those people who had those luck builds and just have it reversed. Just... Now, since that one was long, let's enjoy a sweet and saucy ad from Anchor. Second is from IGN and written by Tom Marks. Cadence of Hyrule release set for June. The hilariously long-named Cadence of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necro Dancer, featuring the Legend of Zelda will be coming out sometime this June, according to a new trailer, though we still don't have an exact date yet. The trailer com- comes from Nintendo Japan's Indie World Series and is currently only available in Japanese, but it also gives a look at brand new gameplay. This comes hot off the heels of a potential leak earlier this week that claimed Cadence of Hyrule would Surprise launch on May 30th. Clearly, that didn't happen, but now we know it's not too far off. Cadence of Hyrule was revealed during a Nintendo Indie Showcase in March, with a release window of Spring 2019. Spring doesn't technically end until June 21st, so that could still hold. Uh, hopefully we get this sooner than later. Game looks interesting. Uh Necro Dancer is awesome, and we got this nice little fusion hybrid. Last is from GameSpot and written by Jordan Ramey. New Digimon Survive video reveals original anime's influence on the game. Bandai Namco have released a new Dev Diary for Digimon Survive, an upcoming survival strategy RPG on the franchise about digital monsters. The video acts as a lead-up to both the game's release and the upcoming 20th anniversary for the international debut of the original Digimon Adventure anime, recounting the history of Digimon and how it has influenced the the development of Digimon Survive. At present, the Digimon Story series is acting as our core property since we believe that it's our best property to further expand Digimon's reach, but we also have another series known as Digimon World that, while strongly supported by our core fans, is rather specialized in its game mechanics, making it somewhat harder for more casual fans and customers to get into, leading us to spend some time thinking about how we can change this, how we can keep the unique gameplay style and feeling of a new game while also creating a Digimon game that's a new approach. And this is what led us to develop Digimon Survive, producer Kazumasa Habu said. We also looked at one of the key features of the Digimon Adventure anime, where Digimon grew stronger to reflect people's hearts and wondered what would happen if we incorporated that element into a game, he continued. We thought it would be fun to have the drama between the characters factor into how the Digimon evolved within the game. Habu went on to describe how Digimon Adventure Played a huge role in Digimon Survives development, citing the anime as inspiration for the game's storytelling, art style, and character designs. In this regard, the Bando Namco team turned to the original source when it came to building Digimon Survives, world director Hiroyuki Kakudo. One of the most interesting things I heard from Kakudo was that Digimon. As titled, we're not born because humans created computers, but instead became visible to humans being only because they created computers and digital technology, Habu said. He told me that he wrote the world of Digimon w- with this in mind. The Digimon have been living alongside humans throughout history and that Digimon in the past may have been manifested through magic or sorcery or in Japan via the ancient art of Anmu, subjugating them as Shikugami or as yokai or even as demons. One of the concepts we have for this game is whether or not we can bring to life and expand on this challenging fictional world Kokaru has envisioned. Bandai Namco's contribution to Digimon's lore seems to be the end of the digital world or at least some sort of implication that it undergoes a cycle of destruction and rebirth. Habu describes Digimon survives world as a place of severe ruin it's sort of a tragic place so broken that it might vanish at any given moment. Digimon Survive is expected to launch on Xbox One, PS4, PC, and Nintendo Switch. Now, they don't have an exact launch date yet, but this is freaking amazing. I want this now. Uh, I just found out about this today, which is why it's in the news today. And I'm going to look it up, and I am so stoked. And that is the news for today. Thanks for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine per month. Next up, find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, or check out our Twitter bio to be a part of our ever-growing Discord community. That link is also in all the show notes. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you.